This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And, of course, uh, we are, are always here. Uh, um, we do nine different shows a week now. Yeah, we're a little, little bit different format. Little dip, you, know, you, yeah, you guys little are noticing that I'm sure a lot more of you are downloading the show via podcast and you're getting three instead of one. Keep doing that. Spread the word. Leave us reviews, all that good stuff, too. And it's been fun. Subscribe yeah. to the whole network. You get all kinds of shows. You yeah, know, you get exactly. The, exactly. Yeah, Moats and Euler. You get the, the weekend show as well. So lots of good stuff on there. And the big news today, uh, Kevin Colbert spoke to the media, including myself, and uh, much of the conversation, as you can imagine, centered on quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, his future with the team. Uh, A couple other things before we get into that, Uh, Colbert did say uh, they're unlikely to use the franchise or any of the tags this year, which I don't know that you're going to see a lot of tags around the league. That's a good question. I haven't thought of that. You know, who's eligible and who would even you consider? Really, I mean, realistically, anybody who's a free agent is eligible. Well, I know who's eligible. Yeah, but right. there, like, I mean, who would you even think about it. It all depends on what the cap. Again, much, and we'll talk more about this when we get to the Roethlisberger conversation. But much of it depends on what the cap is going to be. Sure, we're a little bit in limbo right now because if it comes in at one hundred and eighty million. You may only see one or two franchise or, or transition tags this year. Like I'm sure Dak Prescott's going to get tagged. But it's going to be a really big number, no matter what. And it's going to put the Cowboys over the ca- over big the cap time, number, big time. Yeah, you know, like I read a blurb today, the Bears are strongly considering tagging Allen Robinson and listening to trade talks. Okay, you know, I mean, that makes sense. You'd hate to see him just walk and get a comp third a year from now if you could trade him for a first to the Ravens or Patriots or whoever. But you better have the cap number to do that. And everybody's know? going to know. Everybody knows, right. That's the thing. Like, somebody asked me, well, could the Steelers do that with Bud Dupree or Juju? They could, but everybody knows you have to get rid of the guy. And you're sitting there holding that money. Yeah. It's like, you know, loaning somebody else your cash that you can't use. You know, I mean, you want to be fluid. Yeah. So, I mean, the way, if you look at this right now, and this is is according to SpotRack, which is uh, estimating the cap coming in at $185 million. Okay. If that happens, if it is 185 million, you're looking at about 10 teams that are over the cap right now. You would have another five Can or we six agree teams. That 185 is about the worst case scenario. I don't think it'll be last. I don't know if it's the worst, but I, I think I think 180 is the worst. You think that's still a possibility? That's still okay. yeah. I mean, that's if the, if they had to go and set a, if if somebody said, okay, we need a cap right now. Mm-hmm. We have to go move on with business. I think it would be 180. Okay. But after they talk to the TV people and yeah. all that, maybe it'll be higher and higher. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the reason that's not going to happen is because then you look in, and there are 13 teams that are within $5 million or, or less or actually over the cap. Like these teams, 
you know, you mentioned the Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys have $27 million in cap space, which sounds great. That's wonderful on the surface. Until you, until you put the franchise tag on Dak Prescott and, and, thir- all of it. and it's $40 million. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> now you're $13 million over the cap. Over the cap with one move to, yeah. for your starting quarterback, you know. I don't think they have a lot of other massive free agents, but that's a massive. That's massive, a massive that's free agent. Yeah. It's the biggest dog. The same there. thing with the, you know the Browns. Are, you know people talking about the Browns? Well, they're gonna they could sign JJ Watt. They could. They could. They've got twenty nine million dollars in cap space, mm-hmm. but if they sign JJ Watt, he's gonna eat up a big chunk of that twenty nine million dollars or something yeah. like that. Probably if it's the, if it's market value, You're probably looking at ten million dollars a year. I would think you know in that neighborhood, um, and then. What do you do at linebacker, safety, corner? You know, I mean, yeah, it, 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 the other spots stop. that you have right, to fill. Right, right, right. And do you want JJ to be a a full time player? You might want to get a rotation in that. You know, so no, it's it's certainly difficult. Um, you had mentioned that there's how many are hovering right around zero. Uh, hovering right around zero, you get the Bills at three point eight million. You've got like Detroit at minus one five seven nine. I mean, so there are yeah. some teams there at that right at that number. The the Giants are at eight million. Uh, the Bears are two point five million mm-hmm. over. Minnesota's six million over. So there's there's five or six teams that, while they're they're not super either o- under the number or over the number, they don't have a lot of. They're gonna have to make moves to. They're to, gonna have to make moves to make moves. Right. I mean, like I was sitting there thinking about Buffalo. Like, there's been a lot of talk that Buffalo would like to add maybe a Watt. You know, somebody like well, That's great, but that. they're going to have to cut somebody else. They have, like, three guys in their front seven that they probably need to cut. I mean, we've gone through this with the Steelers over and over. There's a lot of teams out there that can make moves to free things up. But usually this time of year, there's, like, five or six teams in the black or red or whatever you're yeah. not supposed to be in. You know, and now it's, like, half the league, yeah. let alone the ones that are really bad. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, this, uh, I mean, you're not going to see, I don't believe, a lot of tags. And, you know, even mm-hmm. some of the teams that have a lot of cap space, like who are the Jaguars, franchise tagging? Or even the Colts. Yeah. yeah they're not going to tag T.Y. Hilton. Or, you right. Know, who are the Patriots going to tag? I mean, yeah, I, guess the, I guess the Colts could tag Brissett. Yeah, well, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to pay for a guy that you just benched. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there, there's not many candidates for those teams. But if, you know, if he's your only quarterback option. Yeah. You know. You know if you're – or you – and I guess you could pull it off them at some point if you get your guy, or you know, yeah. at least he gives you something. Like who would the Bengals put the franchise tag on? Carl Lawson, William Jackson. Yeah, I mean they no, could, but that's, I mean, that's that's a big number on those guys. They're though. not worth that, right? You know, or the I've even heard the Jags talking about franchising Cam Robinson, their left tackle, and he's a middle of the road starting <laughs> left tackle. Coming you can't, you're gonna pay him seventeen, eighteen million dollars, right? Right. Yeah, I mean they can, like, they, they can, they can afford can, it, right? Right, but. but man. It's not good business. It, usually, there's five or six obvious candidates, and I, you're right. Besides Dak, I don't see many. Yeah, uh, Colbert talked a little bit about. He said there's going to be, and he sits on the NFL Combine committee. Mm. Uh, he said that the way it looks now, there's going to be a a combine of some type, a medical combine, yeah, where they'll bring back that. select players uh, who have medical issues, and and you know, to one centralized area and yeah. and do that, but not having everybody there. Um, so people might not know this, but th- there's always been a, a medical combine right. after the original combine. Yeah. And you said next week would have been combine week. I believe so, to, yeah. Yeah, that makes me sad. It's a bummer. That's always a fun week. Yeah. Anyway, um, but they do bring back people for medical rechecks the month after, six weeks after. Yeah, yeah, like a couple like weeks before the draft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think that's what issues. you're looking at. Um, I imagine I'll do something similar. Yeah. And I'm um, sure a bunch of team doctors will be there. He did talk a little bit about... Uh, positioning um, said that uh, you know the offensive tackle. This is not something that with something we've been talking about all along. The offensive tackle position is is twelve thirteen deep. 
Um, oh, in this draft, yeah, yeah. right, and that and that the uh, interior position, you know, offensive line position is a little thinner. Sure, um, and I think that that matches up largely with what we've been saying. About yeah, it this. does. Um, and well for the Steelers. I mean, if there's a dozen decent tackles that you think could be starters and substantial, you know, every down players for you, you got a chance to get one in the middle of the third. Yeah, your yeah. chance. Yeah, you can get two if you want. <laughs> I mean, Possibly, for that matter, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could really rebuild things. Um, also said that uh, you know guys such as uh, Devin Bush and Bud Dupree have been in the building and have been working out and looks Good. like they're going to be up and running here at some point uh, this season. So, Good. Um, moving on to Roethlisberger. Real quick, I just want to yeah. say, I mean, I don't think Bud's going to be a Steeler, but no. I'd feel bad if an injury prohibited him from signing a better contract. So I'm glad that he's you know yeah. as marketable as he could possibly be right now. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, a lot of the conversations centered on quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. Has he met with the Steelers? You know, has he has mm-hmm. he had that meeting? They haven't had the big sit down yet. But but Colbert did say that that uh, Roethlisberger has sat down with himself and Mike Tomlin and and, and Art okay. Rooney. Um, but they're waiting to see what the salary cap looks like. Absolutely, much like everybody else. Much like everybody else, of course. Um, and I think again, it goes back to. You know, if if everybody thought that that salary cap was going to come in at 180 million dollars, they would have already had their meeting. Right. If it was a pretty set deal, that I, I guess just rephrasing what you just said, basically, to stealing your, your words, or if they had a pretty good idea, or if the variance in the salary cap was between 100 and 182, well, we can get something done. Then. Yeah. You know, we can move on to the next step of the puzzle. So I'm. But you're looking at a variance here that could be. Ten million. Fifteen million. Fifteen million. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Right. As I bet Mr. Rooney and the other owners are saying, Well, this could be as high as two hundred or it could be as low as one eighty. That's a big number. That's a big deal. Right, yeah. right, right. You know? I mean that's a starting quarterback. You know, when you when you look at it right now, currently the Steelers have in expenditures, uh they're looking at they have $195 million, $195.9 million in expenditures after the retirements of Vance McDonald. And pouncy. And pouncy. Okay. So if the cap comes in at 190 million, they're right. not in bad shape. They're not in bad shape. You know, right. if it and comes you can restructure in, yeah. things as we've talked about a lot. If it comes in at 180 million, well now you've got you know now then the Roethlisberger rough. restructure or whatever you want to call it extension, uh, yeah. whatever they need to do with him, that just gets you to the number. Now you got to make other moves that that are going to uh, you then know further compound that and you know those type of things. So easily, some of the inter- like the interesting thing I thought that that Colbert said is that. He said it's an ongoing process that just doesn't involve him but involves the players around him. I'm sure he's going to want to see what kind of team we can keep together under our current situation, and hopefully we can make that make the correct adjustments to keep that group together as much as possible. Sure. I mean, he's only human. He's like, when, well, I'm not going to have Juju. I'm not going to have my buddy Vance. I'm not going to have my center. Uh, Ramon retired last year. Villanueva is not going to be back. Like this ain't the same group. Yeah. Do I want to come back? <laughs> right, right. Do I want to come back Honor for that? Gone. You know, yeah. or you know, if if you know the cap comes in a little bit higher and, and they can make you know maybe they resign a Matt Filer, maybe they resign mm-hmm. you know they can make a stronger pitch to keep Juju Smith Schuster or something like that. Well, now maybe he's a little bit more interested. Or right. you know, we're they sign a veteran center for you. Yeah. Or, you know, we're gonna right, we're right. gonna sign this guy. We think he can play. He can mm-hmm. really help the line here. Okay, I'm on board with you know. I think we can win. I think we can but win. But you're not going to bring. Hey, hey, Ben. Uh, you know, we're looking at probably an eight and eight season this year. 
uh, because we can't. Our, our hands are tied because of the cap situation. We're gonna have to grind out games, yeah. low scoring tight games, and you know, right? Eh, yeah, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm on board with that. Him. Maybe right, he would right. be. Maybe he wouldn't be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, but that's all part of the process. And I'm not even suggesting they'd push him out, but maybe it'd be better installing more Canada stuff and just getting on with the future too. And, yeah. and, and again, the word rebuild is not their style, but if that's their version where you're not really a big time contender and you're living for tomorrow and then a year from now you and I are like, boy, they have all this cap space and the kids they drafted look good and you know, the quarterback room is eight million in cap space yeah. and they've got know, like, they've wow, got the nest you know, built right, for right. a for, you know for a young quarterback and that's different and watt and minka are signed long term and you know another first round pick in the mix and you're like okay you know and they're bouncing back after sort of a down year by their standards which yeah they still could be a playoff team but they're not <laughs> i know? mean uh, people thinking that well you know they're just gonna they they're just gonna go four and twelve or they're gonna go three and thirteen it's not gonna happen no no i mean i bet they have a better record than the Bengals, houston detroit i mean it it's always reminds me when they traded for minka and I remember you saying this, like, boy, the whole world thinks that pick's going to be a top five pick. How can you give that up for Minka? And then we sat here in that segment going, well, they're better than this team, this team. I mean, and you name like a dozen easily that are yeah. bad. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think that's going to be a big part of this. Um, Colbert also said it's a cap thing first and foremost because we – we will have to be in compliance with the salary cap once a new league year starts. That's going to be uh, March 17th. Mm-hmm. What kind of team can we put together or keep together under those cap restrictions? The whole league's in a holding yeah. pattern, right? We know we're up right. against it. We would have been up against it in a normal year, and we were able to do the th- and we were willing to do the things we did in free agency extensions, negotiations, etc. That's the, but it's not unique to us. There's probably two thirds of the league that faces similar issues. Absolutely right. You know how that comes together in the next few weeks. We'll continue to look at it. It is first and foremost financial because we have to be in compliance, and then we'll make guesstimates to put together the best team or the best team together for our sake and for Ben's sake. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of team can he anticipate being around him if we decide that we can move forward together? I think the, the league and the Colberts of the world are very anxious to be able to put their plan in place and they probably have a couple contingency plans where the cap guys in every building are saying, okay, if well, it, if it's if in it comes in, If it comes in at $180 million, here's what we got to do. Yeah. If it comes in at $187 million, here's what well, we can do. This guy's going to get yeah. added to the equation. or he's gonna, you know, We're going to have to restructure. We'll call this dude up to restructure. Because usually by this time, the Steelers, you know, they haven't played a game in over a month. Mm-hmm. They would have started re-signing some, you know, some, the banners of the world yeah. or whoever. The, right, the guys right. on, you know, one or two year deals that are that are, you know, pretty mm-hmm. cheap deals and they haven't done that. They really nobody that. has. Nobody has. That's what I was to say. I mean, we saw a, a Stafford golf trade, but there's been all this talk about quarterbacks gonna be moving around like crazy. Well, it's hard to you, you can't trade for Deshaun Watson, let alone Darnold or Wentz, if you don't know I mean, especially at that position, it's not like trading for a backup guard. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing that uh, I thought was interesting, uh, you know, Ro- he, Colbert was asked, um, you know, how what he thought of Roethlisberger's play mm-hmm. in 2021, or 2020, I should say. And he said, you know, going back on Ben's 2020, he really did some special things at the beginning of the year. We talked about watching what he was doing, and he was doing some incredible feats while we were building that 11-0 record. Mm-hmm. A lot of that was him performing at crucial times during games. No doubt. Uh, down the stretch, he didn't play as good. But we didn't play as good around him. We didn't play good as good defense. 
Uh, we didn't. We talked about the running game failing us in a time of year when a running uh, when a running game is critical. Absolutely. Can he do still do some special things? Absolutely. Did he do that to his expectations? He'd be the first to tell you no. Ben cares about one thing. He cares. Uh, he, ben cares about one thing. Uh, we he cares about winning a Super Bowl. When it doesn't happen, he's never going to be satisfied. Hopefully, whatever team we come up with in 2021, we're not talking about a team that's losing a, a game in the first round of the playoffs. I think it's a really honest assessment and accurate one. You know, that people forget how good Ben was during the first 10, 11, 12 games of the year. He did an awful lot of good things, and you just think at the end, oh, he's old, he's washed up. That's I mean, the thing. You know, that, like, you just, what have you done for me lately, league? I get that. But, you know, he didn't turn the ball over much. I mean, he was really, really good on third downs, like kind of like Kevin was alluding to. I mean, crucial situations and – um, those type of things, and didn't have much of a running game back then either, obviously. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think with Roethlisberger right now, the uh, for a lot of fans, for whatever reason, the the, the last image of him, or, or that 1-5 and five stretch down the down, or 1-5 and five record down the stretch, people are putting that all on him. I know. Which it's is kind which, of a shortcut to really analyze. And he didn't even start one of those games. He didn't snap the ball <laughs> in over his head. And, right. You know, I mean, you know, was he perfect? Absolutely not, but um, to Kevin's point, he didn't play as well down the stretch. And frankly, you and I mentioned that, you know, before even the season, that older dudes worry me late in the season. But I also love that Kevin said we didn't have a running game at a time of the year when you need it. You know, like people forget about that, especially the analytics folks that'll say running game's not important as passing game. And I agree with that, but it's different in week 16 than it is week two. You know, in terms of needing that to rely on. Or, yeah, you know. I, I, in the first five games of the season last year, they averaged 136.8 rushing yards per game. Okay. In the last 12 games of the year, which includes the playoffs, they averaged 59.9 rushing yards per game. That's almost hard to do. It's really hard. I mean, hard ha- less than half. Less than half. I mean, under 60 yards a game. You're not, I mean. For what, I, a three-month stretch? Running the football, to me, is not as important as it once was. Agreed. But you still have to be able to do it a little bit. You got to be able to do it a little bit. <laughs> I mean, and when defenses beg you to yeah. do it, you got to run it for them. sixty yards a game. Right, you're just you become know. too easy to play against. Yeah, and frankly, it'd be different if it was Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, Harvey. You know, right? Okay, you know, yeah. no one else has. But if you have Mahomes and, and those guys, you're going to run for. You know, it's it's yeah. a chicken or egg kind of it thing. It is a chicken or egg kind of thing. You know, and it, your quarterback will get you twenty of those yards. Yeah, too. and you know, right. And we know. talked about that a lot. You know, oh, Edwards Hilaire looks great. He's running into six man boxes. Right. <laughs> At the Super Bowl, they're begging him to hand it to Hilaire. I mean, that's what everybody wants, <laughs> right? You know, so you got to take be able to take advantage of those and get more than two two yards a clip at those situations yeah. or. Not take the the handoff when they're begging you to do it. Yeah. So it, to to me, it's you know fix the running game. Yeah. Which is easier than fixing a passing game. Absolutely. You know. Um. I think the most prudent move for the Steelers because he's going to count twenty two million dollars against your cap one way or the other, with or without him, right? with or without him. Yeah. Twenty two point two five million dollars. If you get that number under anywhere around thirty million or under. Mm-hmm. Okay, you just trimmed eleven million dollars off your salary cap, even if it's only one eighty. Yeah, is it worth to me? To me, it's worth more. Let's say, okay, so if he's going to cost me twenty two point two five million dollars, if he's on my roster or mm-hmm. not, is it worth the extra six million dollars to have Ben Roethlisberger on my roster? Yeah. To me, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because then the question is, those six million 
isn't going to buy you Mariota or Winston or Brissett or anybody Because you've got to go get somebody else. Right, yeah. right. It would be different. I'm not trying to be hard on Rudolph, but if it was, and it's time to hand the reins over to this guy, well, then this is a different story. You yeah. know, you get the, the old man out of the room, you hand it to the young up-and-comer. Yeah. I don't if this was Rudolph... a Brett Favre Aaron Rodgers situation, <laughs> right. that's, different. that's different. This is right. not that. Right. And I'm the biggest Mason Rudolph guy that you'll find in town, probably. Right. Probably, yeah. And I'm not... he's not begging. He hasn't earned the I'm starting not saying job. That, and... I mean, he's you know we we just went over him on Monday. We went over the the quarterbacks where he was ranked mm-hmm. in the league. At, what was it like fortieth? Right. Which we thought was a little low, but it's, it's fair. It's he's a. A good number two. Yeah, yeah. That's what he is right now. Am I? Am I going to say, hey, let's take this team that just won twelve games this year and hand it to hand it to Mason Rudolph and hey, it's going to be you know, they're they're a ten win team again. To or save 11, six million and to save six million dollars to keep Sutton or Hilton. Or, you know, to me, that's not worth it. That's not worth it. Frankly, I mean, probably, I could eat these words, but I would love to see what this team would look like with Rudolph for sixteen games. I'm not saying it's going to be good, bad, or ugly. And I'd say that for 20 quarterbacks around the league. Like, if you gave someone the starting job, I mean, so many of those guys don't get the chance. There would be some high points. Oh, yeah. And there would be some low points. No question. question You get the growing pains of a young quarterback. Here's the problem. Do you want to deal with that, with with this football team, with with that defense? Mm -hmm. Can you afford, when you know that Rudolph, chances are, is not your long-term Chances are, right? You know, answer, right? Chances are, he is who he is right now, and that's probably a, a, a the truth. good, solid backup mm-hmm. quarterback. I do get the impression they like him. Well, I, I pretty much know this for a fact. They like him a lot more in Seattle Nation. Well, well here's what here's what Colbert said about him because oh, I asked okay. him about Rudolph. He said the game he started this year it was probably the best game that he's played for us. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we came up a little bit short, but it was very encouraging to see Mason play like he did in a tough situation. Cleveland was desperate to win. It was at their home field, and we came within two points of beating him. And beating. didn't much around him, by the way. Right. He yeah, had, right, right. Setting a bunch of star players. Sure. That was very encouraging. Hopefully we get to see Mason take some more steps in whatever role he gets or playing time he gets, be it in the preseason or regular season or whatever, but it was encouraging to see him in that Cleveland game. Encouraging, yes. Encouraging, sure. Encouraging enough to make you want to say, hey, we got to hand the keys over to this guy. No. No, no. I wonder, I mean, this is really pie-in-the-sky thinking because they're with him every day, and we've seen so little of him since. I think he's super studious. I think yeah. he takes everything very seriously. He's constantly throwing on the side. Mm-hmm. If Mason Rudolph doesn't make it in the NFL, it's not because of lack of effort. Oh, I don't doubt that either. You know. but where I was going with it is I wonder, and again, this is really optimist thinking, because we've heard him say in some things out of the building, we think he's a starting quarterback in this league. And everyone goes, man, nah, that's what you're supposed to say. He isn't really. He's an okay backup. Or we hate him because yeah. he was bad. They didn't say that about Devlin Hodges. <laughs> they didn't say that about Devlin Hodges. <laughs> but if they really believe that, and all of us listening and me and you should realize they know better than us, that's interesting to me. I don't think Rudolph's a starting quarterback in this league. But if they think he is... That's interesting to me. That's all I'm saying. You know, is they might want to see a year of them. And I'm not saying they're going to push Ben out or anything like that. But I'm just saying there's a chance that they think he's better than all of us do. Yeah, there's 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 potential for that. Joe Montana. But here's the here's the thing, Mason Rudolph at his best, Mm -hmm. and I'm talking about in 2021. Rudolph at his best, at his peak performance, is and this is 
this is as high as it can go, is Kirk Cousins. Right. Like I agree. 16th best quarterback. And that's that's the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So are, are you ready to say, okay, we're going to hand things over to a guy whose ceiling is the 16th best quarterback in the league and who's, who in reality might actually be 27th, right, right, you know, right. if he play if he has to play the whole season, and you're doing those rankings where you're ranking everybody who starts a game sure. in 2021. He's he's going to be behind Lamar. He's going to be behind yeah. Burrow. You know, you're, right, you're, right. again, it goes back to I mean, even best case if scenario. if Roethlisberger returns, your quarterback situation is maybe maybe it's not the best situation in the AFC North, but, but it's, it's a conversation at least. But it's a conversation right. for that second, third, fourth. You know, you're in that you're in that mix. Mm-hmm. If if it's Rudolph as your starting quarterback, you're clearly fourth. You're last. You're last. Yeah. Right. I guess my point was more of I was talking about that Jets game from two years ago. If he would have played that, and we would have seen him in four preseason games, all of us, myself included, have a much everybody better listening, idea. we might be like. I'm kind of interested to see what Mason does. He looks yeah. like he belongs. You and, know? and he, I thought he played great in that Cleveland game. I did too. Right. You know, you there, know, he made some he made some big time throws in that game. Right. If he could have showed us his wares from that Jets game to the Browns game, perception might be a lot different about him. Again, I'm, I'm not a believer that he's the successor, but I am also not. Uh, he he has no value. He's an know, NFL right? quarterback. He's he's going to play in this league a long time. Yeah. You know. Right. But I'm not ready to say, okay, here, uh, you know, we're going to hand things over to this. To, to, just to save six million. To, yeah, just to save six million. Again, mm-hmm. six million dollars. Is Twenty million. Yeah, if if, if Roethlisberger's, <laughs> if the cap hit was actually what it is, mm-hmm. and and you couldn't lower that, and so it's going to be forty one point two five million dollars yep. or nothing. Yeah, then you make that. That it's easy. Save the forty one point two five million dollars. Sure, but that's not the re- to yeah. and keep all your keep juju. That's and not the reality of the right, situation. Right, right, right. And I think a lot of fans think that that is the situation. Not close. I, mean, I think we've laid that out. But when you just see he is the highest cap hit in the league, you just assume we'll cut him and we'll save all. His and money. again, that's not the reason it is the highest cap hit in the league. Is not anything that Roethlisberger did. No, right, right. The Steelers did this when they when when they went to him last offseason, right around this time, and said, "Hey, we need to restructure your deal so we create some cap space in 2020." And he did that. He was supposed to count about 30 million dollars against their cap in 2021, which was their original thought, thinking he's going to be older. We don't want him to count that much. But then you know you finagle the cap like every team does. So uh, you know, I I, again interesting. What I think is why I think that this is all happening. Again, I think the Steelers don't want him to come back, or they or they have the feeling that he won't want to come back if the team can't compete to win mm-hmm. in 2021. If you lose a lot more than you gain this offseason and you knew what you had to start. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if the dire circumstances that everybody is putting out there, if all this happens, they don't resign. They can't resign. They don't have enough money to resign any mm-hmm. of their free agents. Then yeah, why would you bring Roethlisberger back? Sure, sure. The reality and maybe you is, see what you have in yeah. Rudolph or, yeah. Uh, the reality is that it probably comes in. You probably get a mix. Of, so you're not going to get makes it a tough decision. Yeah, you're not right. going to get Bud Dupree. You're probably not going to get Juju. Sure. You know, that makes it a tougher decision. Like, okay, do I want to come back to this? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of my guys aren't there, and they don't want to. They don't. They, they ran into a situation in 2012 when the cap went. They, the cap actually went down one other time in NFL That's history. Time, right? Yeah. 2011, and then in 2012, it only it only went back up like two million dollars. It stagnated okay. a little bit. So it was like two years in a row that hurt. Two years yeah. in a row where it was basically the same number that it was in 2010. Mm-hmm. And the Steelers well are coming down. off of right. Super Bowls. I got to pay these. You oh, know, all they these were loaded young, with players at that yeah. point. Right. And so they went to, to, to James Harrison and said, hey, we need you to take a pay cut to, to stick around. Mm-hmm. 
and he, he, his number wasn't huge, but it was big enough that they need. You know, they thought he was at the end, and he was. Yeah, was you know, he was thirty. You know, so whatever it was at the time, thirty-two. And he said, well, "I'm not taking a pay cut. I'm, I've been too important to this team over the years." Mm-hmm. And they said, "Okay, well then, you know, we're going to have to cut you." And so they they cut him. Yeah, right, right. And he ends up signing with the Bengals for you know a year. Mm-hmm. They don't want to get into that kind of situation. You, you can't do that with Ben Roethlisberger. You don't want to do it with Harrison. You know, right? Those players yeah. probably would have said, I, I, "I'm not going to play chicken with the team." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you end up losing that battle. Right. And you don't want to. Do and if you make that, if you make that kind of demand, you have to be prepared to cut the player. And this team will. I, I but but you don't sense. want to cut Ben Roethlisberger. That's no, the, you don't, and you don't want bad PR coming right. out of it and all that too. But he's meant too much to your franchise over there. He he is who he is. You, you had to go. You you went through this with Harrison. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do it again. I hate to say it though, but most players don't get to dictate their terms of when they hang it up or when they leave their team and. Franco went to Seattle, and you know, I mean, but those are bad situations. You know, that, you don't want to. That's not what you want. Though. So you're, you're trying to give him the out here in this situation, mm-hmm. like, hey, if this doesn't work out, you know, we could sit down and talk about this. If you don't want to come, you know, this is we're going to be honest with you. Yeah, here's what it is. They're again, they're not going to use the the R word. They're never going to say, well, hey, we're going to be rebuilding, right? But the reality will be will show us. I think whether whether Roethlisberger comes back or not will tell you whether they are quote unquote rebuilding. It'll or not. say a lot. Yeah. So here's a weird situation. Let's say both parties realize we're not what we used to be. My guys aren't here. Does that mean he has to use the R word retirement? Or could you say, hey, Indy, why don't you give us a third round pick for Ben? I don't think he, he won't play for anybody See, else. I don't, I don't, he, I don't think, think he has that any, either, but he I has, think Rivers he, would. Or, you he know, has no, I think does he's. Does he want to do that? You know, is he, I got one more year. I'm going to give it a shot. Like, you I mean, no one thought Brady would be a buck. I can't even envision it, but I don't. I don't. Uh, he's always taken pride in playing for one team. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, he saw I mean, what happened know, with yeah. Rivers this year. It's just not the same. No, it's not. You know, would his fa- you know his wife's from here? Mm-hmm. Is she going to want to pick up and move to Indianapolis or wherever he would no, go? I don't sure think not. so. Right, right. So I mean, then I you're living. Then you're living that. away from your family and kids for a year. That's no fun. I just think there's a chance that he thinks he could still play, but looks at the situation and says it's not the same. Would I consider it in a prime spot somewhere else? But it's not. It's it, for Rivers. Rivers had never won anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas Roethlisberger's been to three super. Like right. do the you Brady wanna, situation is it, different it, it, too. To, yeah, and it's about you know Brady wanted to show the the page. I'm, I'm gonna show it. It was out. me. He was ready to leave. You know, right? I'm, yeah. I'm I'm the one who who you know stirred mm-hmm. the pot here. I'm I'm the one who was driving the the bus on this whole thing. It was all about me. Mm-hmm. I, I just think Roethlisberger at this point in his career, he's made enough money. He's won. He's won enough. Yeah. That if you know, I'm not suggesting if he's, if he's not going to, if he's not going to get a chance to retire with the Steelers, with his with the guys that he played with, then he's not going to play anywhere else. He's going to go meet with a bunch of new dudes in India or whatever. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think. I, I don't think that would happen either. I just wonder. You know, does he want to go some learn of these a new things offense? Get ugly. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. He, yeah. uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. Uh, we want to thank uh, Jacob Breck for keeping us on the air here as well. And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.